0: This is an ode to blackness, to black women, to vulnerability, and to visibility. And in the words of one of my heroes, the resilient and prolific Ms. Audre Lorde, I have come to believe over and over again that what is most important to me must be spoken, made verbal and shared, even at the risk of having it bruised or misunderstood. That the speaking profits me beyond any other effect, I am standing here as a black woman and the meaning of all that waits upon the fact that I am still alive and I might not have been. This is a platform to magnify the voices of the ignored and the unheard. So please join me on my journey of speaking up and speaking truth. This is Speak, and I am Kaya Coleman. Hello everybody, welcome back to Speak. Um, So, this episode is going to be a little bit about reclamation versus assimilation. I'm probably going to talk about this more because there's so many ways you can talk about it, Um, but the way I'm going to talk about it today came up because, number one, I posted a blog post a little bit ago, and at the end of it, I was asking a couple rhetorical questions, and one of the questions that I asked was, "Is it reclaimed or is it assimilated?" And what I was hinting at was the N word, um, but I didn't want to get into that conversation because it's just such a difficult conversation to have. Um, so I, I left it. I ordered the questions in a way that would make you think I was talking more so about capitalism, um, or about like just other things we assimilate to, but. That's really what sparked that idea of, like, reclaimed versus assimilated. And then today, I saw this tweet that Kyrie made, um, Kyrie Irving, and I'm about to find it and read it. Okay. He said, the N-word is a derogatory racial slur. It will never be a term of endearment. These are bullet points I'm reading. Reclaimed, flipped. Never forget it's foul and true history. Throw that N word out the window, right alongside all those other racist words used to describe my people. We are not slaves or inns. Inns <laughs> is mad funny. I don't know why he feel it like that. Um, and one person said, this is just from the screenshot that I have of it, Kyrie, dead ass wrong. First, he was blank. So I don't know what it says, but I'm guessing they're about to say something about his past History with the white women's because he definitely is guilty. This is a new Kyrie we're, see- we're seeing. Like this is because I fun fact I'm well, I used to be a huge Duke basketball fan. So like I'm thinking of Kyrie like back then, and this man was not on this at all. So it's like very interesting to see this one 80 but I welcome it. I like the change. That's a great thing. Um, it's not being met very well clearly by other people, <laughs> but that's a dope thing to see. Um, I'm going to read you some more comments that other people said so you can get their perspective too. Um, shut up, nigga. Now all the nobody should say it, is going to come out. Nigga, 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 nigga. Says the nigga who thinks the world is flat and doesn't find black women attractive. Ooh. If a Lakers finals happen, LeBron going to make the team call Kyrie nigga every play as a game plan. Oh my God. That was creative. Um, so basically... <laughs> No one's feeling this. Dead emoji, dead emoji. This y'all favorite point guard. This nigga here. Nigga, you are 29. Get a grip. I love you, my boy, but... And it's a picture of him with white women. Oh my gosh. This nigga capping your honor. Facts, nigga. Yeah, nah, this nigga is corny. Um, I never liked this nigga. Nigga, please. So basically... What I'm gathering is that this isn't well-received, um, the the use of the word. They're not feeling it. I can't tell if people aren't feeling it because it's Kyrie that's saying it or they're not feeling it just because of the idea itself. Part of it, I feel like it's definitely because of who's saying it. Like, sir, you're Kyrie Irving. Like, we know you. You use the word. You don't really date black girls, and when you do, they're obviously like mixed race in some sort. So it is weird to hear. So I think that's like maybe why people are saying this. And also, like, he has a really big platform and he doesn't really speak on that much. He's starting to, but like, he could still do more. So I think it's probably like weird to people that this is what he's choosing to talk about of all things is what it seems like. Um, This is hard because obviously I use the word and it's so funny because I didn't use that word for a long time Um, and the very first time that I used it was because I so I went to River Oaks Baptist School I'm about to put them on blast because this should not have happened um I was I went there from like second grade to eighth grade um it's a really good school like it helped me get to where I am in certain ways but it also was very Caucasian it's in River Oaks so if you know anything about Houston you know what type of people send their kids to that school very elite to say the least um and so I'm in, I'm pretty sure this is sixth grade, and we're reading, what is it? Rolls of Thunder, Here My Cry? I don't know if that's the full name. Something like that. That book. Um, and obviously, in words in it, mad times. So we get to a hard R, and my teacher, this Italian man, Mr. Perduzzo, stops the whole class and is like, so, Kaya, can I? I know this is an offensive thing, but I was just wondering, do you know like why you guys still use that if it's so offensive? Nigga, I'm 12. I don't use the word actually. So I cannot answer that. And now the whole class is turned around looking at Kai's black ass. And it was just, oh my gosh, like I can still feel the cringe, like, oh my god. Like how why would you ask a 12-year-old that question? And what was I supposed to say? I'm like, oh I don't know. So I went home and asked my mom, I'm like, why do we, why do we say nigga? And her response was, remember, my mom doesn't really cuss, like she don't use that word. Like I don't think I've really heard her use. she cusses, but, like, nigga isn't one of those words she uses. Um, And her response was, like, basically, she thinks it was a way for us to kind of, like, take the sting out of it, like, reclaiming it and finding some sort of, like, camaraderie in it so that it didn't hurt as much, Um, which low-key is probably why a lot of people use it, why we use it. Um, But it was just, it was, it was so much because... Hearing my mom talk about it, and I, I understand, I understood the difference in, in the way black people use it versus the way white people used it. Um, but being in a moment where, like, a white person is like directly asking you why you can't use the word that they made up, I'm like, um, like I don't know. Like, I feel like you should know the answer to that. And you are like 50, bro. Like, why are you asking your 12 year old this? You have never met any other black person like how am i the target of this it was just too much but it's it's a reminder that like i felt terrible in that moment like even the idea of him about to say it had me like oh no nah. like i felt it was a really bad <laughs> bad time it's a really bad time um, i felt nervous like i felt small i was praying to god to make me invisible like I did not want to exist in that moment because it just felt like hundreds of years of hate like dropped into my lap and you're asking me to explain it sir I'm trying to figure out who I am and I already go to school around all you white people and I look like this I come from where I come from this is a very different situation for me and <laughs> I've already gone through a lot so I didn't it just it it hurt a lot, um, and it showed me that number one, white people don't realize just how powerful the word is because they don't ever really have to like think critically or emotionally about anything really, because um, the world's kind of like laid out for them, especially if they have a little bit of money, like you're set. Um, so they don't usually have to think outside of their bubble um and it showed because I'm like yo how are you this insensitive and like how is nobody saying anything I understand y'all are also 12 but like y'all have some damn sense somebody should say something like it shouldn't just be me like um uh first off no you can't say it I didn't say it like that I don't know how I told him no but I was like no like I prefer not um and I was like I don't know I don't cuss but I'll see and I never I never saw I never told him um, because that was so fucking crazy. Um, But, yeah, they really don't get it. Like, it just doesn't register. But for me, it registered. That shit, I did not like it. And even him saying, like, why do y'all still use it? I'm like, why are you saying it like that? Like, I felt like he was saying the blacks. You know how they be saying that? Like, that's what what it was giving. And it was too much for me. Um, And because I felt that way, I'm like, yeah, I'm just stay clear. So I didn't I didn't cuss for mad long. I didn't start cussing until probably like high school maybe. Um, I was like very away from that. And honestly, I should not have started because I have a potty mouth now. It's kind of in my genes. I blame my dad. But either way, I should not have started because it's a habit I'm trying to break. Um, and I still use it. So when I read what Kyrie said, I'm like, damn. I see what you're saying, however, too many people are guilty. Like, this is just kind of a lot. Um, And so I see what people are saying. Like, this is, I understand the way we use it. And it's, it's not offensive if I hear, you know, people say it that look like me. But the moment somebody that isn't, says it i get offended so i feel like anything that has that power to make you feel that way like you can't reclaim that it's always going to be what it is even if we pronounce it differently now um it's still the same word like i think we think it's different because it's really just pronunciation like you hear how white people speak colloquially and then you hear how black people do and you understand the difference in pronunciation between nigger and nigga. So it's, it's the same word it's just we use it in an endearing way yes but at the same time like if it can flip the switch at any moment and all of a sudden like it makes me want to fight you then it's probably not reclaimed the way that we think it is um, and my mom, she said something to me earlier, because we were talking about this in our family group chat too. Um, and she was like, if white people never called you a nigger, you never would have started calling yourself a nigger. So there, why are you reclaiming a word that like was created for your destruction? Like It was literally created to harm you. There's no way you can reclaim that, no matter how you use it, no matter how you spin it. Even though we all do it and we're comfortable with it, it technically probably shouldn't be happening you know it's the same way we do a bitch like now we say I'm that bitch so it's like that isn't offensive but if some man was like fuck you bitch I'm calling my dad so like there is you can't say that it doesn't it's not a bad word or an offensive word if If it's used in a a little bit of a different way, it's like a whole different situation. Like, there's just no way. Like, there's this video of, um, what's that? I don't know, that restaurant in, I think it's in Miami. But they refer to, like, the staff as bitches. And, like, when you order, like, they refer to you as a bitch. Like, everything's a bitch. I I don't know what it's called. Something bitch, I'm assuming. Um, But there's this video where this rate waitress is like taking this man's order and he's like he's one of them like six nine vibe type men like just ugh, you know like annoying and he's doing too much because the camera's out you know people always have to flex for social media so he's he's being he's being dead like he's doing too much and he's like go get this bitch like yeah 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 like he's using it in like a like I just know she wants to swoon on this man like and she should have had like heat because he was using it in a way that he knew it was wrong, but because it was technically supposed to be allowed there, he could get away with it. But he was being really offensive, and she was like, you're not going to talk to me like that. Like, I don't care what this is. Like, and she was, like, going back and forth with him, like, trying to be polite, but, like, it wasn't working. And I'm like, this is the problem with <laughs> reclaiming themes. things right here. It's like, it can go left that quickly. Um So it's like, you're not really reclaiming it, you're just kind of like making yourself comfortable enough um, with its existence. So you've adopted it that much, and now you're the one calling yourself what you claim you don't want to be, and what you don't want to be associated with. Um, It's the same thing I was talking about earlier with, or not earlier today, but like earlier last episode, with capitalism. It's like, we claim, we don't want, capitalism to exist but then we feed into it hella because it's like well since it does exist I'm gonna at least play my best cards and that's exactly what I feel like we did with nigga and bitch and any other word that we've reclaimed it's like well since it's so commonly spread and no one's gonna stop using it at least I can like make myself comfortable with it and try to like resonate with it some way and so now we like call ourselves a bunch of things that are probably really problematic to be calling ourselves um and it's also just like I want to touch on what he said with he said we are not oh he said we're not slaves or ins, um and because the word I looked it up because I I obviously see like nigger negro negro like I see that okay so it means black but like what made like who decided like we're gonna call you this, like this is what's going to be and it's gonna be a slur. Like I didn't understand that. Um so obviously it's used to describe black people, but it's also like describing the your socioeconomic status. So obviously around the time we were our ancestors were slaves. We're not slaves, we're enslaved people. Um and so that's why It's when you use nigger or nigger or whatever, it's more than just like you identifying as black, but it's also like identifying as like that slave position that you once held. Um, So it is a direct attack (laughs) against your identity and you should be offended, which is why we are offended when the wrong people say it or when it's used in the wrong tone or said by the wrong person, because it is something that's offensive. Um, and in saying we are not slaves it's kind of funny because it's like we aren't slaves but technically we are slaves Um, I'm reading 1984 right now and one of the things that um, is in there is freedom is war is peace, freedom is slavery and I forgot what the other thing is Uh, but freedom is slavery is technically like it's supposed to be dystopian but a lot of things are happening right now Um, and one of the things that's happening is freedom of slavery. Like, we're technically free, yes, but every day you do something that you don't want to do because you have to do it because this white person that you don't know, but they exist because they're governing you, is saying that you have you owe them money for this imaginary debt that they made up, and they're going to pay you with some, this random thing that they printed and called money and assigned value to you. and you have to do this every day for the rest of your life or until you get to a certain age and save up enough of this fake thing that they made up <laughs> against your will because you want to survive. I don't know. It, it sounds slave, it sounds slave like to me. Minus the physical piece of it which is still happening in certain places and in, in certain ways, but minus like the mass like the, the picking cotton and the The slave breeding and the whipping and all the other things that were included in that. We don't have that anymore, but we still are answering to the same people. We still are doing exactly what we're told to do all the time because we have to. And especially Kyrie in this case, because he NBA players are literally just like super high paid slaves because number one. If they're allowing us to get this much money, that means that they're getting way more. It's just common sense. Pay attention to history. We don't ever actually win or get anything because it benefits us. It benefits somebody else way more if we're getting something obvious. So all these LeBrons and D-Wades, well, he's retired, but KDs and whoever's, Chris Paul's, them, the, the super rich, those type of basketball players, even them that make that much, like, very high-paid slaves, they literally can get (laughs) traded. Like, they measure their wingspan, their height, their weight, their vertical, like, how much they bench press, how much they squat, like, they have, they know their height's down to the, like, millimeter. Like, it's just really odd. Um, And they trade you based off of your physical ability to bring them a win, which brings them money. Um, But what's in it for you is, like, you're having fun and you're getting paid you take care of your family. But it's like, you're still... You're still safe. You're just having fun this time. So it is a win in some sense. Like, be proud of what you get. But it's like, you of all people... (laughs) Are taking a really interesting stance when there's so many other things to talk about and you could be addressing those in better ways you also are still suiting up to play for the NBA so like if you really want to talk radical and you really want to talk change that should be your like number one focus because imagine if LeBron James said look you the same way um Lonzo Ball's dad was trying to do even though he was like he was a little His approach might not have been the best. The same idea, like, imagine LeBron was like, yeah, we out. Like, we're not doing this. And everyone was like, yeah, because that's LeBron. (laughs) So I'm going to go where LeBron goes. And you leave the NBA, and now you're competing against the white person's dollar. You're making a lot more noise that way because now you're messing with their money, and so they care, as opposed to saying, if you can't, if you don't hear us, you can't see us, and then like you come back and start playing after a day, like what? But yeah, Black Lives Matter in your church, so like that makes the crowd washing feel good, um, but it doesn't actually do anything compared to the resources that they do have. Um, that was long winded, but clearly, <laughs> I have issues with the way certain people in positions don't actually use their power and energy towards things that matter um they just do enough to like get by and appease people that are watching and critiquing in that way um not saying that's what Kyrie's doing um i think he actually is like having some sort of awakening or change because this is like i said before this is not the old Kyrie. like i don't know i don't know who this is but this is he's speaking a little bit different i don't know he's He's making a little sense I don't know it's it's a different <laughs> it's a different vibe um, so hopefully that sparks other people to start like paying attention and hopefully it's not as performative as things usually seem to be um, but I appreciate that he tweeted that because even if people disagreed which hell people did, our society has this thing where it's like we love things that we hate so People are engaging in this heat so much just to all call him a nigga just because he said he didn't want to. Like, people are engaging in it just to be negative because that's the thing. Um, and so it's blowing up. And so more people are seeing it. And so hopefully it's, like, making people think, like, hmm, should I be saying this? Like, damn, are they right? Because, like, it, it's it, there, there's some points. It makes sense why he's saying, like, don't call me that. And I've heard black people say don't call me that. Like, don't. I don't use that word, don't refer to me as that. Um, and I never took it as, like, oh, they're not black. I just took it as, like, oh, they don't, like, it's, they're still offended by it. Like, I get it. Um, but most people would take it as, like, oh, you're a coon, you're anti black. But it's like, is that anti black? Is your identity a nigger? Is that all you were supposed to be? Like, why is your identity based off of a categorization given to you by your oppressor? Like, that shouldn't be your identity. So it is kind of weird for us to be fighting so hard to use something that we wouldn't have had if it wasn't for white supremacy. Like, when it comes to liberation, like, I don't think people realize how much shit has to go. And the way people are clinging to nigga, me included, cause I still use it and needs to stop, but it's working progress. The way we're clinging to this shows like, there's no way we're gonna let go of other things. like revolution is a lot more than than just saying revolution and it's just it's not gonna be um fairy tale whatsoever um i'm a little scared i kind of hope i'm not around for that at this point now because it's like (laughs) there's no way it's happening at this point or at least like in my lifetime i don't think because i just i don't know i don't see it going well if it does um i don't know maybe let me not be pessimistic it could happen But either way, it's going to be a lot. And I don't, like, when you think revolution, you have to think bloodshed. And I don't want no parts in that. Like, enough is enough. There's been enough violence. I feel like I should be able to, we should be able to sit this one out. There have been, y'all have killed enough of us. Your turn. If it has to happen that way. But hopefully not, because that's, it's just too much. Either way, there needs to be some reset button, because we're too... We we messed up too much this round. <laughs> we're too far gone. I think we could come back eventually, maybe one day. But right now, it's looking slow. It's looking, it's looking very oppressed. It's looking very struggle Olympics. It's looking very victim mentality. Which we're not wrong because they've done a lot of shit, and they do continually fuck with us. But we also like get fucked with and don't do nothing about it. We might protest. Yeah but protests are regulated by the police for the most part. We, won't, we stop at a certain extent. Like, we don't actually do nothing. There were some targets that might have gotten looted, but I don't even think that was black people, really. Like, I think it was, you know why people get excited? Like, that's what that looked like to me. Um, and if black people happened to be there, it's like, mm, I'm going to pass up the opportunity. But I don't, it didn't seem, it didn't give something we would have done. Um, but I think that there are things that we could do, um, and I'm hoping that one day soon we start doing a little bit more demanding a little bit more because it's always like when's the race we gonna happen but it's like yo shit's happening like it's it's currently happening um we're just losing and not paying attention and it doesn't even need to be a race war because it's actually it's race is the the problem that we see the most the most familiarized with, we the most, like, programmed to acknowledge, because, uh, like, constantly, like, they bring up race and everything. It's always, like, how are the black going to protect the Asians? Black lives, like, how are another Black person shot Black? Like, it's... Everything's racialized. Like, it's super heavily charged all the time. Um, but... We don't ever, like, actually do anything about it. And... That shows me that it's just like... I don't know. It's just... It's an issue, but it's 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 a blanket issue. Like, it's a cover issue. Because the real problem is... The... The class issue to an extent, but even bigger than the class issue. It's just an issue with the governing body. And... Take that how you want. But I mean, like, every governing body, really, to be honest, probably. Um, But especially ours here. Like, that's the bigger issue. Bigger than race. Bigger than capitalism. Bigger than everything. It's just the nature of the governing body. um, And how they operate. And how they allow things to happen. Because this is a system of I don't know whatever the government is because yeah we see politicians but they really are just like keeping a facade running you know so I'm talking about the actual system that they're supporting like whatever that is like they have all the resources to keep people from dying and they're allowing it to happen in the name of a facade that in and of itself is evil enough to me so I don't trust whatever it is and it's just infuriating because all these things saying, nigga, like capitalism and race and mass incarceration and the healthcare system and all these issues that we have to talk about because of a stupid act, like because you don't like me because I'm dark. Like that doesn't even make sense. But because it's, like, all we hear about all the time, it's, like, you start to embody what you see. So everything's always racialized. There's always tension. There's always violence. There's always craziness. But it's, like, the people who deserve all that attention and violence and craziness are the ones that we're praying save us. Like, what? Why would they save us? We're helping them. Like, we're doing what they need us to do. Um, That was off. That was (laughs) very off topic. Huge tangent, but it all ties together because one of the issues with Kyrie's response is the fact that he's addressing something on the totem pole that is so low. Like, first off, people aren't going to stop saying niggas, so just, like, leave that alone for a little bit. Like, we have bigger fish to fry. I'm not saying it's not important. I'm not saying don't call it out. Yes, call it out. But if that's the only thing you're calling out, then it's a problem because there are much bigger issues and you have a huge platform so you can do so much more, like, black the black celebs, and y'all don't do enough for me. That's going to be another episode for sure. But y'all do not do enough. And black people literally run the world. Like, our influence literally carries the globe. We know this. And we still allow people to do bare minimum with what they have. Like, imagine if all these little babies and, and I don't know, I can't even think of celebrities right now. But then people, imagine if all of them rappers and, Entertainers and IG models and people's were like, you know what? Let's make a change, like some real change. We would not be in this situation. But instead, they're buying Birkins and Bentleys, and I—they're not even cute bags. Like I don't understand. They're just all these things. I'm like, yo, do you need another buzzer now? Like, do you need this card? Do you need that? Do you? You don't. People in your neighborhood are starving, but you're flexing your eighth brigand. Come on. And we're eating it up. But yeah, I'm going to really dive into that in a different episode. But basically, this is a long-winded episode about my issues with a lot of issues. <laughs> but I hope you enjoyed it. I really want to hear your, um, your perspective on the inward topic I, should, I said it way too much in this <laughs> episode for somebody who's trying to stop cussing, but oh well. Um, so yes, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you guys or speak to you guys in my next episode. Bye.